Uh, WandaVision is a problem from the point of view of the, these little reviews. Um, basically, it's too good to be spoiled. <laughs> and, um, and it's almost impossible to talk about it without spoiling it. So, here's the best I can do. If you trust me for a recommendation and you have watched any of the Marvel superhero stories, um, you don't need to have seen all the movies and TV shows, but you've seen most of them, then you want to watch WandaVision. And if you're confused by the first episode, you should know what's going on, or most of what's going on by the first... <clears throat> not everything, but you should be getting a clue after a couple. Do watch at least four episodes before you decide not to watch if by any freak of nature you don't actually enjoy it. Um, this is a pretty interesting thing and it does it does quite a few things which is why where I've got to go spoilery and um, I believe in its in its perfect form it should be watched cold without any hints of spoilers or uh, anyway so you've been warned um, if you are watching it, I'm recording this after the fifth episode. If you are already watching One Division and One Opinions, or if you're thinking about it but are open to figuring out what the heck is going on, <clears throat> well, you've got a few seconds to leave. Okay, then, <clears throat> sorry. If you want to watch without being spoiled, it would now be a, now would be a good time to um, stop this and uh, possibly listen later on if you want, or um, skip to the next episode, which should be soon. Um, <clears throat> otherwise, there will be a bit of spoiler, but mostly I, I, I'm going to be careful on the spoiler on the spoilers, but. There's a lot of background that should go around and will explain problems. Now, one of the things you've got to realize is the different approach between DC and Marvel about parallel universe, parallel reality, parallel timelines, parallel whatever. Um, on the DC side, being a cynic, I point out that the, their approach to parallel universes is basically the result of their absolutely incompetent editing policy um, due to the fact they have absolutely no editing control on this stuff they ended up having about five bazillion different realities simply because the guys working on one comic book weren't paying attention to the guys working on the other comic book and every Every title ended up in its own little reality where you had 
one version, one comic, one Superman comic uh, where he's still Superboy, one where Superboy is in the future, one where, well, he's mar- Superman's married, another one where he's basically going around in space with Batman, and one reality when he's never heard of Batman, and that kind of mess. Uh, for a closer example, the uh, the Flash, which is one of the the most entertaining shows right now. Um, Supergirl comes from a completely different reality, and the Flash just ended up uh, visiting Supergirl by a random accident. He basically ran into their, her backyard by accident. Um, one of the side effects of all of this is in DC, uh, traveling between dimensions is so bloody easy that on the flash, Cisco was actually dating someone from a different reality. Now, in Marvel, they do accept the presence of different realities. There's a bit of a mess with the Avengers movie because they were talking about going for different timelines which is serious messes and they were going someplace else. They were mostly trying to go in traveling in time to borrow the other copies of the stones which makes very little sense, which was one of the massive arguments because it's Ant-Man that came up with a plan and then Stark found a way to do something that may not have been exactly what Ant-Man suggested, but riffed off the general idea and did manage to get the same result. But it was mostly time travel rather than... Anyway, uh, uh, time travel is a big nightmare and also not quite relevant here. The, the, the important part on the Marvel side is that they do accept the notion of multiple universes uh, with similar situations, but in general terms, Marvel doesn't care about the other universes. People in there do their own thing and nobody cares. Well, not really nobody cares, but it's there's um, a little crossover, except, of course, when they get mad about it. But you've got, for instance, the, uh, the, the, super, the animated Superman crossover in Welcome to the Multiverse. The, um, uh, you had the What If series, which is coming up on TV, um, that will that explores um, alternate realities of something, what happens if if Peter Parker's, like, if Uncle Ben hadn't been killed by that mugger. Um, I think, personally, that Peter would have run into something else that would have convinced him to dedicate his life to Spider-Manning. Um, I mean, his his core personality was kind of dooming him to do it, give or take um, 
Uncle Ben's death. But, but anyway, that's the kind of thing that they explore and the series will do so. Now, in this case, <coughs> it can get a bit more complicated. But, um, okay, so you've got the, the boat boat approaches. Now, the <laughs> legal problem is that um, Marvel sold movie rights and TV rights to different ti- titles to different entities. Um, that's how Sony ended up with Spider-Man. Fox ended up with uh, the X-Men. And um, Disney ended up with everybody else. <clears throat> now, Disney just bought Fox, which makes things even more complicated. There was a very, very complicated legal agreement um, so that um, by, uh, Spider-Man could join the Avengers. However, in the comic books, that's happened a lot. Now, in most comics, um, although Peter Parker, the Spider-Man, Daredevil, uh, the Fantastic Four, and the Avengers basically all operate out in New York, and the X-Men are a few blocks that away, um, they don't overlap too much. They're there. They know they're there. It's part of the background. And you get the odd cases with Peter Parker got a job uh, working. Um, Peter Parker got a job with a Fantastic Four. I got fired for being a teenager. <laughs> but um, I did work for the Fantastic Four for a bit. Um, Spider-Man tried to join the Fantastic Four and failed miserably, but that was a different issue. Um, there's all kind of crossover event where they will actually meet. But now, now that Disney bought Fox and all of them, they finally got their hands back on the X-Men, the mutants. Because of the way the rights were split between all the companies, like, Fantastic Four was on were on one one uh in one place, Spider-Man in a different one, the X-Men on one and the Avengers on another set. Um so far they just simply didn't mention anyone. One of the really annoying bits is that a couple of characters were both X-Men and Avengers. Like the Scarlet Witch, Wanda. Uh, the Vision and um, her brother um, Pietro, Peter, Quicksilver. Things get a bit complicated. Now they did use slightly different names, cast different actors to do to to for the performances, and um, um, hopefully nobody would notice. The, uh, the the two versions, but now that Disney bought Fox, they've got the rights to the X Men. Now, what they could have done is basically done like the comics have always done, which is if the story doesn't involve another superhero, you just don't mention them. Everyone knows they're there; they're just there, like. 
like, okay, so you're watching a hockey game. Well, you know that there's a baseball team in the same city. They're just not involved with the hockey game. Um, this is what they could have done. And from now on, they could simply bring in the X-Men into Avengers. Now, the X-Men and the Avengers, as far as I know, don't really work together too much. They're not dealing with the same kind of problems. Mostly, the X-Men deal with their own set of issues. And the Avengers tend to try to save the world. But there's been there's been some some interaction as far as I know. Uh, now what are they gonna do? If the uh, the easiest would be to simply uh, add everyone in and uh, not mention the fact that five years ago uh, they couldn't mention mutants. And um, just be be fine with it. But uh, they seem to have chosen a completely different approach. And what they seem to be doing is they want Wanda, um, the Scarlet Witch, which is a reality bender. I mean, she really, 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 really can mess up reality. If I remember correctly, uh, because it was after the point where I had to go cold turkey on on my comic book habit, um, Wanda went bananas and basically wiped out mutant kind. I think what they plan to do is the reverse. And... Somehow, they're trying to get Wanda to import mutants. Basically, do something really nasty with reality. Now, is it going to be Wanda or is it going to be another uh, super threat? That's kind of interesting. I think it's going to be Wanda. Um, and that's probably what they're planning in the near future. <sighs> the, um, uh, aside from that, all the really, the weirdest, <laughs> the wildest things you've seen on One Division are pretty much canon. Um, elements from two or three different plot lines, but... They've, they've been there. <clears throat> There's also the fact, well, no, no one's quite sure what they're planning for the, uh, the next phases of the, uh, the Marvel series. But um, bringing in... I mean, they are starting to... to well, they are starting to look into the blip, which is when half the population reappeared five years later. Um, I'm thinking there's going to be a second blip a couple of weeks later, and um, 
the Scarlet Witch will mess up reality in a very impressive way. But that's, well, still not quite sure. Um, <laughs> hmm. Hopefully, this will have... This will have educated you a bit as to the uh, relevant background. And um, the important bit is that the show is uh, pretty impressive so far. And uh, yeah. If you've enjoyed this, please repost, redistribute, and, well, wherever media, social media you're on, it will actually help. Thank you.